against them in the second half by a number of different teams, including your Sabercats, John. <laughs> hey, everybody, and welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. And this week's What Are the Odds? Your Major League Rugby Sports Betting Show starring WWE legend and Fox Business analyst John Bradshaw Layfield, his gambling guru, the best sports better ever, the Philly Godfather, and our gift of rugby, Gift Abelu of the Gift Time Rugby Network, host of the Grow Rugby Show and director of the HBCU Rugby Classic. All right, so guys, uh, one guy here was the worst out of all of us, and that was yours truly. I get the wooden spoon. Your thank, thank you. You're welcome, Gift. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and write down today's date, everybody at home, because this is the last time that somebody other than Gift will get the wooden spoon. <laughs> that aside, John just had a big weekend with Ric Flair, I believe, John. Is that, can we talk about that? I spent a month with Ric Flair last night. Yes, I did. <laughs> From what I heard, it was a wonderful evening. And you were just searching for bad beer and you couldn't find any. I couldn't find any. I had to try them all. All right, good. Well, we appreciate you being in here. Uh, no worse for the wear. Philly Godfather, you were at the gym. You've got a nice quaff going. you got the sweatsuit, the whole thing. What's the sign behind you? Who is that? Is that Rocky Marciano? Oh, that's, uh, yeah, it's Stephen Holland, Rocky Marciano. It gives me motivation when I hit the boxing gym. It gets me going. Uh, you know, makes me want to get back in shape at my age. Gift, I see you got your Gift Time Rugby Network shirt on from the documentary. Yeah, you know, look, look, you know, we, we might not have had a crazy week, but we're going to always remember, I live a dope life, and we get to go travel and put it on ourselves. <laughs> I, was, I was busy looking. You told me to look, look. I was just looking. So, sorry, a little confused. All right, let's talk some rugby. We are calling games as per the spread from the crack staff at Rugby Wrap-Up. We had two ties, but let's not get to the ties until later. Let's start with New Orleans going into San Diego, and we didn't know that Peterson was playing, and we didn't know that they were playing in Chula Vista, which is San Diego, at the Olympic Training Center and not in Carson, California. Even so, we had one guy that picked this match right, and that was the Godfather, of course. Godfather? We had some issues before the show. I didn't pick Nala. I didn't pick Nola. I didn't pick Pepsi-Cola, Coca-Cola, Cola Champagne, or Black Cherry Cola. I picked San Diego. I'm an American citizen. I want my human rights, and I want my victory right now, Matt. If that's even your name or your stage name. Oh, we can, we yeah, can actually man. approve that. We can approve that, uh, that change in the records. It was just a graphic thing, and it was going to cost us more to change the graphic than for you to have the loss. But John's bucking up for it. But Joe Peterson back with a 70-meter run for a try. He sets up Cecil Africa. Cecil Africa with two tries. John, your boys crushed Gifts gold. And we, the three of us, took the loss on it as a result. The gold mine got the bone is what they did. They got the bone. What's the bone again? It's a walrus bone. Right. I got it in Africa. And the gold mine got the bone. I brought it for good luck. And to make it into some voodoo stew for <laughs> gift is what I'm going to do. Oh, so I'm gonna mix but this. it didn't work. It didn't work. No. Nala did not, did not show up. We, we didn't know certain things. We didn't know Peterson was there. We didn't know a lot of things <laughs> that was going on. We didn't know it was going to be a home game. You left out some very pertinent facts in this. John, I didn't he told me all about it before the show even started. <laughs> Unbelievable. So this was a trade-off for the New York information, huh? <laughs> this is like Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. You get the leads if, you, if you're good. Godfather's good. He gets the leads. 
You want you see this watch, Layfield? <laughs> you. That's not nice no, at all. No, Mama Lizard is not gonna like that no, at all. She'll she's ready she, after last week's show and you trying to be you being so disingenuous. She's ready for you, Mister. I'll tell you that. I got plenty of time for her. This is my Mayan. <laughs> this is my Mayan calendar, and it's also very predictive. I got all the time in the world to go this calendar. Mama Lizard. You know what? That she might do it. That might do it. The old, you, damn you, pulling out the old Mayan calendar trick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll do it again, too. <laughs> Mayan calendar right there, pal. That's good stuff. That calendar, great. He ruled for 68 years in the 600s. was a great emperor. That calendar came out of his office. <laughs> that aside, <laughs> gift, your team, sucked. And, and basically, Wow. First time I picked Nola on the road, and I'm Nola Nate Osborne's mush. Basically because of you, I went with you on this. San Diego woke up on Saturday and decided to choose violence. 100% believe that they did this as a personal attack against me, all right? Nobody needed to go that hard on Nola. So I understand. I see you, San Diego. You threw it off with uh, actually being at home-home for once as well, too. I see you. So is it home-home or is it not home? Because I know you have a definition of home in a way and what it really matters to teams. But they're not home-home. They're home. They, they got to sleep at home and then go over to their or go over to the field. Home matters, Gift. I mean, it depends on who's home. <laughs> All right. And we're going to move right along. Toronto at Houston. And it was Houston, John's Sabercats, minus three. Toronto wins 19-10. And if you didn't hear the call, you should really go back because the, the broadcaster was exceptional, John. The call was as boring as the game. The game was terrible. I mean, it was just an awful game. What Houston team is going to show up every week? That's what's, you know, they go a couple weeks without scoring. They put up 30 points the next week. Now they put up 10 points this week at home against a foreign invader in Canada, and they embarrassed the state of Texas. Well, you inspired the Arrows by bringing up the Toronto Alamo. You gave them locker room fodder. It's your fault. Another reason why you should be banned from the state of Texas. We lost Davy Crockett in the Alamo. Don't bring that up. That's still raw right here in my heart. Godfather, he did bring it up last week. I mean, he did. He said the wrong things. The team got motivated. And I don't know what I was thinking. I mean, Toronto has a much better point differential on the year. Houston's one of the worst teams in rugby. And uh, Canada's coming back. I heard the Montreal Expos are making a comeback as well. So we've got to give it up to Canada. Canadian bacon. They did it this week. Uh, so you get what you see. You, you, you get what, you, what, what happens. So Toronto continues its bipolar effect. I feel the term defensive struggle is, is loose. I say a, uh, offensive, uh, a, a, a offensive abandonment is probably the more uh, arguable term. <laughs> well, Gift, I think that you took Toronto with the points, so yes. you win, and I picked Toronto outright, so the other two guys were losers <laughs> on this one. Losers, <laughs> losers. But we go down to Austin, Texas, John, as your Gilgronies beat the Rugby United New York squad 16-9 in another defensive struggle. Look, Austin gives up nine points. By far the best defensive team in the league. They don't score a ton of points. They had one game that seemed like an outlier where they scored a ton of points. For the most part, they're uh, scoring enough points to win, and they very well could uh, easily have just one loss in the season. Other than their loss in the Gilcrest Bolini to the Giltinis. Godfather, Gubronis are playing some great defense, but New York has now become a very solid defensive team. Well, someone guaranteed a New York victory last week. I'm not going to mention the name on the show, 
But I mean, I mean, if you look at the previous week, Austin, that was the first time they gave up over 20 points since week one of the season. You knew they were going to come back. Uh, New York came out fast in this game, scored real quick, but then they went on a drought uh, toward, and they didn't really score toward, towards the end of the game. Austin's just a better defensive team, one of the best teams in rugby. And watch out. I got to eat humble pie on this one and tip my cap to the Gilgronis. Just say God bless Texas. God bless Texas. <laughs> there, there you go. Good. God bless there. Texas. God bless Texas. See, I'm I'm not against people like you are. You are anti-Canadian, and that is abundantly clear. Where I love Texans, I was just used to love it. Love. I'm not really anti-Canadian. They just were invading my home state. <laughs> we need a wall, not with Mexico. We need a wall on the on the north side of Texas to keep out Oklahoma people and Canadians. And guys from New York. What about an Oklahoman that's moved to Tech to uh, Toronto? The double Eagle. wall. <laughs> double wall double, double wall. wall all right reinforced yes. okay that doesn't segue to our next match new england going into city new orleans atlanta atlanta winning this one 33 18 gift you and i were the losers in this one and you talked me into this so i'm gonna kick you square in the nuts the next time we see each other <laughs> well look i should have known better all right you don't underestimate the power of life university field for atlanta and uh, oh. as a person <laughs> <laughs> who understands the, the rivalries of the, the two port cities of the South, New Orleans and uh, New Orleans wants to be, whether it is the Dome, the Falcons, the Saints, we always have to know we protect the house because that's where it matters most. And once we leave it, that's when it gets the worst. Of course, New England is going to come down and flop in Atlanta and Atlanta wants to rise up. How much Sadiddy <laughs> stuff was going on there? A lot of Sadiddy? <laughs> look, 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 this is Sadiddy to the 10th. All right. This is just wanting to get the teacups and sip it up with the hoity-toity folk kind of sedity. <laughs> John, you and Godfather get to gloat a little bit on this one. Look, look, look. Uh, look um, <laughs> like, like, like. <laughs> okay, Atlanta's now in first place in the East. Uh, they're a good team, and they found their home. I don't know what all this gift is talking about with Liberty University and Faith and Jerry Falwell and everything else but, uh, and the pool boy, which I understand that could be Matt McCarthy. From what I, understand. <laughs> I don't know that for sure, but I've heard that rumor. Look, Atlanta's one of the best teams in the league, and they're slowly uh, making that known. Ladies and gentlemen, and as Godfather will tell you, John gets things confused and conflated a lot. He's saying it's Liberty. It's Life University. It's not Gonzaga. Godfather, walk us through what you think after John just confused everybody at home. Uh, I need another aspirin. But to be honest, I mean, the point spread is always a great equalizer. And you had two teams with similar records, similar point differentials on the year. You had a young, hungry team with Atlanta. And the cream is starting to rise to the top in the East here. Atlanta, just a faster team, came out and put up 33 points against a New England team that just maybe uh, came out a little flat this week. And uh, give props to Atlanta, give props to Layfield. And I still don't know what Gibbs talking about. <laughs> <laughs> John, Mark O'Keefe had another great game for Atlanta, and he since he's dyed his hair platinum, are you going to do it for the show? Are you going to do it for what are the odds? Are you going to you know pick us up doing the hair platinum? Come on. No, no. I am going to make my uh, my bone platinum. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's disturbing, to say the least. You need to leave that bone alone, Matt. <laughs> Let's, yeah. yeah. I got no bone to pick with you, John. Uh, Godfather, speaking of uncomfortable moments – we had a squeaky bum type moment. Thank you to Steve Lewis with Gamblers. And I'm calling it the Gamblers Gulp when we all got Mikey Teod, Utah, trailing by a lot with no time left. 
decides they're going to drive the length of the field, score a try, and then Mikey Teo adding insult to injury is going to kick the conversion from the hard angle along the sideline, but he's not even going to use a tee. He's going to drop kick it and split the uprights. What does that do? We were given 11. What the fuck? Between the bone and the hard angles, we all got backdoored on this one. <laughs> <laughs> like you to walk away with a push. <laughs> <laughs> we got Mikey Tao. Hey, I mean, it's better to kiss your sister than uh, lose a wage, and that's what we did last week with L.A. L.A. is just the most dominant team in the league. You got to credit Sean Pittman, the head coach of Utah, because, they again, we keep saying it, but they've been notoriously a team that folds in the last quarter. They're, they're just playing better rugby in the second half. Look, what is the purpose of any mountain? To be able to block things out, and this is what the mountain people ended up doing coming down to the Valley of L.A., they came and they blocked us from having an actual win versus just another tie. But you got to give them credit. They played hard. I think this is the hardest I, Utah has ever has played. L.A., I think, is slowly starting to get worn down because people are coming at them harder and harder at the end. Not making it necessarily a win because, again, New York was still a flub situation as we saw this week. But I'll take the tie in this, then take another L. But, you know, don't do this again. So a mountain is used to block things. That's what a mountain's purpose is. Everybody knows that. Duh. Those mountain people hang out on that thing that blocks things. Right? Well, exactly. Seattle going into John's fifth hometown. 22-18 because Old Glory was laying four is another tie, Godfather. Yeah, I mean, you got two bad teams here. Uh, Seattle coming off a victory. D.C. was fighting for their lives. They won one, one game in their last five tries. So, I like D.C. last week, and I thought they could push it over the number. I thought we could maybe cash a ticket on D.C., but they just weren't good enough to cover the spread. But they did win the game outright, so you got to give them credit for that. But a push is a push. It's much better than a loss, and I'll take it any day of the week and twice on Sunday. Twice on Sunday. John, you, uh, you lost twice on Sunday, and this was not one of your losses. This was a tie. You know, the overall record, I'm the first one in the history of the show to beat 25 wins. Yes, you are. But, yes, but you are. I have one game extra advantage over the Philly Godfather, I believe. Yeah, so he's I, got a couple of games in speed, hand. But – but I don't have one game edge over you, Matt. So I. Well, actually, I literally, you have a one game edge over me right now. I am right behind you. Yeah, but you're behind me. It's like R Ricky Bobby will tell you second is the first loser. All right. I like that. I like your spunk. DC is fighting for their life, as Philly Godfather says. And that's kind of a dangerous team. They've been close uh, in their losses. Uh, so it gives you a lot of hope if you're a D.C. fan. You're a good neighbor down there to Paul Sheehy and Chris Dunlavey. You got your ball. You got your – there it is. He's showing us his glory balls again. John Bradshaw Layfield. Just seems like he says the same things about every single team here in the league. But <laughs> Same things every single team. Just about. Just about. Paul Sheehy's my neighbor. You're hey, kissing by the way, everybody's ass every week. Better than you. You're the one that's getting heat and they all hate you. Yes. Yes, that's true. And then we had the Gilcrest Bowl. Cannot believe you allowed LA to come in and do that. This is what happens whenever you transfer most of your population down to Austin. It gives them the advantage, and you gave them basically another home. And of course, LA is gonna end up taking this one. Blame yourselves. This one is sad for you. Are now LA part two. Both teams are named after a drink, an alcoholic beverage, so he can't lose. And it pains me to say this, but I was right all along. What can I say? Let's take a quick break, and we'll be back with picks for next week after this. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub. 
The Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street. Been blind since I was four. And I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste. And my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has the taste and the flavor. What do you think is on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. That's good beer. And we are back. The Philly Godfather, the best goddamn sports better ever. Gift A. Baylou, rugby's gift to mankind, and WWE Hall of Famer and swordsman John Bradshaw Layfield. Guys, while John is slaying his neighbors, we have to slay some picks here. The first one up, Utah at NOLA, New Orleans, minus three gift. This is where it matters. I think we need to learn our lessons at this point. We protect our house. Hey, it's nice that you, the mountain people are getting a chance to uh, come back down, but we're dealing with the sweltering heat of New Orleans and uh, gold all day. I'm not even going to even even play along with this. <laughs> I've gotten the Mayan calendar just to decipher what Gift has been saying, <laughs> and I'm not sure what I'm not sure what all this means on here, but I'm not sure what Gift means either. So I'm absolutely lost on this one. I will tell you this, Nala has the best scrum in the league, about 97% win percentage uh, by far. But they also have the most ball handling errors, which is worrisome to me. I think that Nala, uh, the gold mine, has gone bankrupt. Bankrupt. The mountain boys, Sir Edmund Hillary. You don't use a mountain to block something. I, I don't know what <laughs> the name of George Mallory is gift talking about. The, the Mayan calendar is supposed to make a sound. Uh, an, an historic sound that attracts uh, fortune and good luck. If you smash it against your head, could you just bang it against your head a few times? If we can get that, that, that tune. Yeah. No. All right. Uh, okay. Godfather, your take on this one. You got two teams with similar records, similar point differentials. Utah's losses have been a lot closer except for the LA game. I think the average loss was three points or less. The travel could affect them. Ah, man, this is a tough one. Usually you're supposed to take the dog in this situation. I think Nola bounces back here. Give me Nola uh, minus the three. I think I think they get the problems. This is my opportunity. This is going to be the one that we look back on as the game changer in the what are the odds season. I'm going with the men from the mountain. Mountains, plural, because I picked Nola for the first time and I lost. Nate, I got to go with Utah and Sean Pittman's Warriors. That guarantees our New, our New Orleans win. That, that was a changeover. <laughs> Me and you got a side bet, a toonie. You know, a toonie is a $2 coin from Canada. Oh, so it means nothing in the States. <laughs> Next one up, John's Old Glory DC going to Houston, his other team. <laughs> we had the Gilchrist Bowl. This is the Layfield Bowl. John, your Old Glory squad is minus three on the road against your Sabercats. So is it going to be Old Glory or is Old Glory going to get the knife? I don't trust the Houston Sabercats right now. They go a couple games without scoring a point. They scored, what, 10 points last week? They're very, very inconsistent. 
and Old Glory is not inconsistent. Uh, they're I'm not sure how great of a team they are that they're they they're fighting for the playoff life right now. I'm gonna go with Old Glory mm. and Paul Sheehy, my neighbor, and my shiny new Old Glory rugby ball. No, DC struggled against Seattle at home. You're going down and and but at the same time, Houston, you you, you hurt me. You hurt me twice. You know, I don't know if we can do a third time. So what we're going to do is do a third time. I'm giving Houston the points, but DC's going to get the win on this one. Sam Winter, if he's kicking like he was before, then I, I, I think he can give a run for DC. But just for, <laughs> just so we understand without having to go to the calendar again, you're taking Houston with the points, DC with the win. Because it's only three points. Okay. All right. Godfather. All right. Well, we got two teams here. I mean, DC has a slightly better record overall. They got one more victory on the season, but Houston's point differential is just atrocious. This, this one's really tough. I mean, uh, they've lost what five of the last six Houston DC's got to travel. Oh man. Houston was playing some good ball up until last week against Toronto. Toronto's actually a pretty good team. I agree with gift. I'm taking Houston here. Plus the three points. I think we're going to be a split panel here because I'm going with DC and it's no knock on a saber cat. That stadium is unbelievable. It's a, it's a European state of the art rugby stadium in Houston, Texas. America's coming. America's on the rise with the saber cats. But this week, I think it's going to be, Old glory. The modern calendar predicted the apocalypse, <laughs> and it just happened. The Philly Godfather agreed with gift. Twice, this by the way. I just want to put it out there. Twice. Predicted <laughs> by the Mayan calendar under Pacquiao the Great. With that Mayan calendar segue, we've got New England going into Jersey City, New York, laying the four, Godfather. It's too many points. I mean, this game's a coin flip. Give me New England plus the four. You're taking uh, New England on the road in Jersey City. It's not that far of a travel. It's not like, you know, they travel all these days. And I mean, yeah, I know how much you love New York, but four points is a lot of points. Give me, give me New England plus the four points. As much as I hate picking against uh, Mama Lizard's uh, boy, Steve, Liz- Steve Lizard, uh, his, I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going with uh, New England here. I, I think the, the points they can, they can put up is going to cause some problems with uh, rugby New York. And I'm going with taking the points. But this is a rivalry game. It has a feeling that the home team takes the win on this one. But unfortunately, this is still a different kind of game. New England is coming off a big loss from Atlanta, and they're going to come into this. I'm taking the points with New England on this one. New York is just way too bipolar, even at home, to be able to give any kind of consistency to trust that they'll take a win. Well, I'm going to point to the last three matches that New York has played. They played a great half, second half against Seattle to get a win up there in a desperate situation. Then they have played very, very good defense against two of the best teams in the league, and they're back at home. New York's going to cover this spread. And this is where, John, this is where I go up on you by two games this year. Suck up. (laughs) Speaking of suck-ups, Sididi Atlanta going into Seattle. Two teams, a confound gift. So let's go to you, Gift, to start this. Atlanta minus three on the road. It's hard. I can't even. Ah, so I'm gonna. Ah, mm. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with. C- ah, <laughs> I believe in C- <laughs> Sunula. <laughs> you haven't picked against Atlanta all year, Gif. What's going on here? It's just it. It this. I die on the inside. I'm gonna take Seattle. Ah, I'm gonna take Seattle on this one, and uh, just just the mask mandate. 
I'm pretty sure they're going to have fans. Atlanta is going so far back. Young team. You lose. Ah. But you know what? I'm also okay with going to Atlanta because they're still from Atlanta. And, uh, you know, I can always hate them with uh, with love. So there wow. we go. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wait, who did he pick, Matt? He's picking Seattle. <laughs> he's, picking, oh, he's picking Seattle. Seattle, yes. Seattle. 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 John, are you going with Seattle or are you going with Sididi, New Orleans, Atlanta? Seattle. 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 You're going with Seattle. 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 No, I'm not going with Seattle. Going, he's going with Seattle. Been, okay, Godfather, he's going with Seattle. <laughs> I would have understood Gift Cat smoking better than what I have. I have no nah. idea. Nah. It's it's Taylor's Tourette's. <laughs> no, you got the number one team in the East right now in Atlanta, and you got the still a resurgent, but still one of the worst records in the league in Seattle. And I don't care where they're playing. They can play on Mars. It doesn't matter. I think that uh, Atlanta's the better team, and Atlanta wins. That would be pretty exciting if they were playing on Mars, because then we'd be where Gip gets his picks from. Uh, <laughs> Godfather? The travel concerns me a little bit. Even though Atlanta's young, they're fast. One of the best uh, – playing some of the best rugby right now in the whole league. I think they've won three in a row. Three-point spread on the road. <sighs> this one's a tough one. Uh, Seattle, worst defense probably in rugby. Give me Atlanta, minus the three. I think uh, they keep rolling, and they keep that win streak alive. I'm with you. I'm going with Atlanta. I haven't picked them much all year. I think they are a team that has truly improved each week, and they're buying into that Scott Lawrence schematics system. And they're the beast of the East right now. Thank you, gentlemen. We're out of time. Just like that, I want to thank Mr. Gift Abelu, the gift to rugby and mankind. Mr. John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE Hall of Famer who had 17 cores lights before he came on the air. And the Philly Godfather, just the best goddamn sports better ever. On behalf of these gentlemen, I'm Matt McCarthy. Please tune in next week. But also, in the meantime, check out our other segments, including our Major League Rugby Show. Our global rugby recap, martial law, the Zach attack. And please sign up for our American Red Cross rugby wrap-up blood donor team.